Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is your guy, Larry, and you just tune into Black Nerds Podcast. So I'm glad you tune in. I'm hoping that you're having a wonderful week. Um, by this time that you're hearing this, it might be either Thursday evening or Friday. But so far, I'm just so glad that you tune in and checking out this podcast. Hey, listen, so on this week's on this week's episode, I go into number one, happy birthday to Nintendo three years old at this time already. So three years celebrating the, the Nintendo Switch's third year um, as a Nintendo system. And also we talk um, a lot about new news and cord cutting. So new things that are coming about in the world of cord cutting news. Also, the work ethic of Masahiro Sakurai. Who is he? He is the developer of one of Nintendo's best games, which is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And yes, he has put in a lot of work, not to mention on any of the other Smash Bros that has been he's been doing since gosh, since I was a lot younger. But since now he has now culminated the last and final Smash, <laughs> might as well say. In the Super Smash Brothers series as the ultimate series. And yes, we do talk about his strenuous work ethic, meaning to the point where, yes, he, he can overwork himself. So we want Miss, we want Masahiro Sakurai to last a while longer. And, and you know what? We're going to be talking a little bit about an article that was written, um, through by, uh, Famitsu and that, kind of gives us a little insight as to all the stuff that he had to go through then guess what there's leaked images already or i wouldn't say leaked images but images that was given to us by the director of the new batman movie that's coming out in 2021 so the batmobile has already been shown it looks wonderful kind of harkens back to the images of the old school Batman, the Adam West Batman's uh, show. So the old school Batmobile being shown for the first time with actually um, uh, Robert Pattinson in the Batsuit standing next to it too. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. Movies that are coming out on Netflix. So not just movies in the theaters, but movies that are coming to Netflix. Um, I'll be talking a little bit about some things there. Um, in regards to that now and the last thing is the coronavirus the coronavirus not only has been affecting companies and 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 venues and conferences going forward here but it also um is affecting rideshare drivers so rideshare drivers like the lyft and uber drivers those companies are now putting out um um notifications to all their drivers about how to protect themselves against for you know, people that uh, it might be carrying the coronavirus, passengers that might be carrying the coronavirus. So we we'll dive in a little bit about that. You know, drivers that are facing fears of possible you know contamination as well while driving as a rideshare driver. So I end that on that. But other than that, hey, I hope that like I said, you hope you're having a wonderful week. And why don't you just sit back? Relax and enjoy this next episode of Black Nurse Podcast. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nintendo. 
Happy birthday to you. <laughs> anyway, Nintendo Switch turned three years old. So, yes, only three years old today. So, I just wanted to mention that. You, everybody that's a Nintendo Switch fan, a Nintendo Switch owner, this is your day to be proud. Be proud owners of your Nintendo Switch. I actually have bought, I actually bought mine the day that it was released as well. So, I'm one of the first, um, I guess the first ones, or first wave of people that um, bought their own Nintendo Switch. Um, unfortunately, I had to take my Joy-Cons um, and get them um, um, fixed because of the, the left um, mechanism or the joystick that was on the left side, which it begins to, you know, sus to wear and stuff over time. But to say the least, Overall, I'm happy with my Nintendo Switch. Tons of games now on the Nintendo eShop. If you are a new person that has got their Nintendo Switch or even possibly thinking about it, it it's a great companion system. Um, if you are already an Xbox or a PlayStation owner, it's good to have a Nintendo Switch because that will give you an extra you know, game system on the side to where you could take it on the go, come home, play it, play it in dock and play it on your television. So what are you waiting for? There's plenty of games, lots of third party games on there. And of course, um, the most, um, the famous IPs, which is the original ones, you know, the Mario's get all your Mario games on there that you can't get no other, nowhere else. So, yeah. So, Get the Nintendo Switch. My suggestions, Breath of the Wild still, Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey, great game, and um, Smash Brothers, Super, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Definitely those are the three, those are my top three picks. If you're going to have a Nintendo Switch for the first time, definitely, definitely you want to go out and get those three games. Um, still, they're still number one. Oh, and maybe a fourth one, Mar Super Mario Kart 8. Definitely, that's something that um, kind of a you know um, a green green title they call it like a, a title that just continues on. So yeah, go out and get your Nintendo Switch and happy birthday, Nintendo! Hey, so in the world of cord cutting news, there is more uh, news about. Uh, the satellite TV services, uh, Dish and Direct TV. Um, remember back in February, they were talking about, uh, I guess they were talking about merging. This was uh, last year in 2019, around this time of year. And so um, we're going to read this article um, as to seeing what the status is right now. It says, uh, back in February, Dish, uh, February during Dish's fourth quarter of 2019 earnings call, Dish was asked about, uh, about a Dish and Direct TV merger. According to Dish executives, it would eventually make sense for these two, uh, services to emerge as the market changes. Dish CEO, uh, Charlie Ergen said the merger of Dish and Direct TV feels inevitable. 
Now, AT&T's uh, COO reiterated a desire to sell uh, AT&T's satellite TV uh, service, DirecTV, according to the report live from Deadline. Yet, John Stanky worries that, the, that getting regu- regulatory approval for this deal is l- a little unpredictable. Some seem to think that this deal would go through. On September 30th, 2019, Craig Moffitt from Moffitt Nathan and Al- Analysis said that if DirecTV and DISH came to an agreement about a merger, it's likely that regulators would sign off on the deal. Satellite TV was growing by leaps and bounds at the time. Now it is in a free fall. That alone may be enough to settle the debate. Sure, two uh, would be better than one, but both are incredible bankruptcy risk on their own. They, uh, and it says uh, they'd be a credible bankruptcy risk together. Simply preserving an option for rural, rural America at all would be the argument, and it would be reasonably a persuasive one, wrote Moffitt. Currently, DirecTV and Dish are moving toward the same fate as XM and Sirius Satellite Radio. At some point, the subscriber numbers uh, between the two companies can't support two companies, but if they merge, at sing- a, merge a single company, could survive and offer TV to customers who can't get a streaming service through the poor internet. The question is, is when when will the two companies get to a point that a merger makes sense? Also, what would the comp- what would be the company to run a newly merged uh, TV service? So this is an interesting article, guys, because you know, as you may know, some of us, you know, we started off. Um, it was almost like satellite TV was your other option than cable. So, you know, if you didn't have cable, you had satellite TV. And, of course, the two was direct TV and then it was Dish. After a while, you know, AT&T, they had, I, I believe they had bought out direct TV and then they became, they became one company. Now, it looks like AT&T actually is the one that's doing the moving because AT&T, you know, they, they, they've been doing what they call a, AT&T U-verse, which they're more like the second second tier uh, cable company, and they're actually tr- uh, transforming their businesses business models too. So you have like AT&T, and then you got this AT&T TV, and then there's like AT&T TV now. I think they've either eliminated that, um, but they have like three or four different titles over there, and it's, to me, it's just so confusing because as a customer. Because if um, you have all these different titles, why don't they just merge all those together? So it just seemed like that would make more sense to me. But uh, let me know what you think about that. You know, two satellite companies coming together. I mean, I don't know um, how well Dish is doing. I have seen commercials. I think Dish is doing, still doing some things. Um, I've seen a commercial, I want to say um, recently, as a matter of fact, where um, they... They they have a uh, an app where you can actually still look at um, you know content on your app from this. So I don't know. I think they're in a market like this where they're trying to survive in the midst of all these streaming services and stuff. It'll be interesting to see you know exactly what 
it's getting ready to happen. Now, I have another article that I want to read from you. Um, called um, This is a free streaming service called Tubi. It's coming to hotels thanks to this um, NCO. NCO is a company that um, it's going to provide um, the free streaming service Tubi. Now, some of you may recognize or know what Tubi is. Tubi has been around for a little bit. It's, it offers a uh, free uh, movies and television. Okay. And, and it's not really like premium TV or premium movies. So it's not like you're getting, you know, um, like say local TV channels or anything like that. You're kind of getting like curated TV. So on a level of, I would say maybe like Pluto TV or, um, the other one, um, Zumo, Zumo TV as well. So this article saying for years watching a movie in a hotel room often meant paying crazy high rent rental fees. Now Tubi is going to bring a huge collection of free movies and TV shows streaming to your hotel room thanks to NCO. Tubi is uh, will be joining other paid services like Netflix in, un, in over 30,000 hotel rooms. Our collaboration with NCO comes at a time where we remain focused on providing easy access to premium content for everyone, said uh, Andrea Clark Hall, vice president of the business de development of Tubi. We're thrilled about our partnership that will allow guests to enjoy a, our massive library at no additional cost. We're always looking to elevate the guest uh, room experience and want to provide guests to um, guests the content they want directly to the guest room TV, which is why we, we are partnering with Tubi and offering its impressive library of movies and TV shows, said NCO founder um, and CEO Vanessa Ogle. Now, this is pretty neat. I'll be honest with you. Okay, like, I don't know, last time you've been in a hotel, a lot of times, you know, you have, you're stuck with whatever is on the, on the guide. And, and of course, you don't want to, you don't want to pay the extra fee for like say HBO or, or one of the premium channels that they try to get you to pay for, you know, movie or something like that, because it's even more expensive to, to rent a movie in the hotel than anything. And I know that some people, another option that people do, they bring their fire stick, either fire stick or the Roku stick, and then they just connect to the Wi-Fi in the hotel. So I know that, that there are other options. Um, but yeah, this is pretty, this is, I guess this is a pretty cool option you know so to be you know you don't have to worry about even doing that um the reason why Tubi is free is because of the i always have to say the commercials that they have in there <laughs> anytime you have the free services like Tubi, like pluto like zumo like um i think another one is called stir um and, you know, anytime you have these free services like that, they have these commercials and stuff. And that's what really makes it free. But I think that would be interesting. And I also think that would be interesting to have like Netflix or, you know, any of these other paid ones, because that way, you know, you can they can have the app on there. You can just log in. Now, once you, you know, leave the hotel, you got to make sure you log out so nobody else would, would use your 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 password to get into, you know, your Netflix account. But I just think that something like that is pretty neat. I think that's a great idea. Um, normally though, honestly, I mean, who's, who, who goes to a hotel just to stay in a hotel? You know, I mean, most of the time you're going on vacations and stuff. So 
Anyway, just thought I'd mention that. That's a pretty good article. Um, what do you guys think about that? Next time you go into a hotel, you might just see, um, turn on the TV and, and, and see Tubi being offered. Okay, so um, Sling TV as the Republic TV and Republic Barack India's leading network. So this is an international TV station coming to Sling TV. So today Sling TV announced that they are adding Republic TV and Republic Barat, um, a leading news network in India. Okay. Uh, since its inception in uh, May of 2017, Republic TV has been India's most popular English language news channel with shows like Nation Wants to Know, Sunday Debates in Arnab and um, Anupab Current People. There is never a dull moment on the Republic Media Network. Viewers can can watch critically acclaimed uh, new news anchor Arnab uh, Goswami interview high-profile world leaders and view award-winning actors on uh, Anupam uh, Kerr's casual conversations with renowned professional celebrities like Michelle Lynn, star chef Vika Khanna. Uh, Sling TV is uh, said in a statement on their website, Republic TV is available in the Desi, uh, Desi bonus package, which provides to all co- provided to all customers in South Asian regions uh, with packages starting as low as $15 per month. Public Barat is available in Hindi Mega and Hindi Gold starting uh, $45 per month. Additional Barat, uh, Republic Barat is available in Hindi News Extra, which can be added in, added on to Hindi package for only $5 per month. So I know, um, again, I figure that this is a, a great article only to only for the simple fact that I'm sure that some people like to watch international television and um, Sling TV offers that now. So I think that's that's pretty good. Um, the, I think there's a lot, you know, if you notice like in your cable service, um, there is a lot of in this international, um, channels that are available to, to watch. Okay. Um, let's one more article I'm going to read by Pluto TV announces a fix to its recent Roku bug. Okay. Um, so it says here in a, in a Twitter post, um, they said that they, um, they identified an issue impacting a small group of Roku users and have have a fix being released early next week. And in the meantime, please uninstall and reinstall the Pluto app. This has resolved the issue for the most for most viewers. Thank you and stay tuned. So last week, Pluto TV rolled out a large uh, update to the Roku channel with a new interface, user interface, and new features. Since that update, a growing number growing number of Roku owners have found themselves unable to launch Pluto TV. Now Pluto TV has f- announced a fix. This advice is is great for any app that does not work after an update. If you use, if you ever have an issue with a new app, always try un, try to uninstall the app and install it again. This will typically fix the issue. The good news is that uh, this new update offers new features. With the new design, Pluto TV has made uh, made it easier. 
uh, for users to jump to each of the content categories. Features featured movies, entertainment, news, binge watch, uh, comedy, sports, explore, life, life plus style, tech and geek, uh, kids. Um, you even have uh, Latino and, and music. The categories are listed in a menu above the grid guide for easy navigation. Here's how Pluto describes each of the updates that came in version 5.0. The new interface, Pluto TV is always on, okay? Our new and improved channel lineup always uh, uh, shows shows you the entire uh, universe of Pluto TV's movies and TV shows in an easy-to-navigate channel guide on demand me- uh, menu. Channel favoriting is, is it a mystery? Trying to find the unsolved mystery channel? Tag your favorite channel uh, to keep them at the top of your, your channel guide every time you watch Pluto TV. Now add, add to watch list and watch now. See something you love on one of our 250 uh, plus channels? We're not surprised. If your title is available on demand, you'll see the watch now button pop up in the guide. Click that. Click that to watch it on demand. Genre category navigator. Find what you you love even faster. Choose categories like movies, news, entertainment, and sports to skip directly through Pluto TV to <clears throat> 250 plus channels to the channels you love the most. More, more features are coming soon, onwards and upwards. Now, <laughs> I, I, I would have to say, out of every free um, streaming service that you get movies and news and TV Pluto TV is the has been the best um, I remember Pluto TV you know when it first started off it, it sounded like uh, just a small little generic type of service and it actually was in a way I mean they showed they they showed like shows that you used to watch um, but I thought it was pretty pretty um it it was kind of bare bones you know um what i did like about it even at that time that it had this little grid so now we can we're actually seeing pluto tv getting better and better um as opposed to do you think it's going to stay free i think it will um the way the content is is uh curated on here it's almost like these are shows that normally you wouldn't probably see on a regular uh, streaming service or regular te- television anymore. Some of it is like old shows, and that's what's so good about it. Pluto TV remind me of when you go to Walmart, you go to Walmart and you go to that bargain bin. And when you go to that bargain bin, you find like movies that are like $5. You know, that's what Pluto TV reminds me of. It reminds me of shows that maybe you might have even watched or movies. I'm sorry, movies that you might have watched maybe once or twice or maybe even, you know, never thought you'd be interested in. So honestly, Pluto TV is it's a great, honestly, it's a great service. It is free. They have the thing that's really impressive about Pluto TV is that 
how much how many channels they have been growing uh, now they're 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 boasting about 250 plus channels and man that's a, that's a quite a bit they've changed their interface several times and now they got it you know more of a colorful type interface um, it looks really good and you can actually download Pluto TV um, now on like if you have a uh, if you have a iOS or an Android device, whether it's your phone, your tablet, or your T or your PC, you can download download it there. You can cast it to your to your TV if you have, say, a smart TV or a Roku or Fire Stick. If you if you want to do it that way, another way you can do it too is you if you have a Fire Stick or a Roku TV. A Roku, um, Roku stick. You can actually, um, through the apps, you can actually download Pluto TV for free and check it out. You know, it doesn't cost you anything to, doesn't cost you anything for the service. It's totally free. Another thing that I like about it is that it's a CBS affiliate. So in other words, CBS and CBS, which merged just recently with Viacom, CBS and Viacom, they actually own Pluto TV. So the cool thing about Pluto TV is that it gets content from CBS, which is, you know, pretty decent content. Another thing it does too is Anytime you have new movies that are coming out in the theaters, like say James Bond, um, they have a what they call a James Bond, uh, a James Bond, James Bond marathon channel that shows all the James Bond movies from way back from from uh, the Roger Moore days to the Sean Connery uh, James Bond to the Pearson Brosnick James Bond. Um, and I'm not sure how recent it goes. I know it, it does. It probably does have some Daniel Craig stuff. They even have the Adams Family channel, where it's nothing but Adams Family on there. You know, some of you guys are old enough to remember the Adams Family. The Adams Family channel is on there. Um, they um, now have the. Uh, they have a for kids. When the Dora the Explorer movie came out on the movies, they had a Dora Explorer channel. So it was all all Dora the Explorer. They got a Nicktoons channel for SpongeBob and all the craziness that's on Nicktoons. They have for for kids, they have a lot of animated channels. They even have an anime channel for those of you that are into anime. Um, they also have uh, sports. They have sports channel. They have Red Bull TV, which I, I love. It's those called extreme sports like uh, high flying dirt biking and and uh, things like that. Extreme sports. They also have uh, BET, believe it or not, black entertainment television. They have some shows like Inc. Um, uh, what is it? The uh, Ink Crew um, that's on there, along with uh, how, um, some Housewives, Basketball Wives, excuse me, Basketball Wives on there. There's a there's a ton of stuff that you know just for free, and I'm I'm not talking about and you know and and of course you're gonna get some ads, you're gonna get some commercials. Um, the ads are not over over. Um, like overbearing they're like regular commercials so if you're used to watching tv you know you're not going to worry about the, the ads as much and this is again this is what makes it free so yeah they've even much improved the content it's more channels on there now 250 plus channels for free you can't complain about that so 
yeah, when you get a chance, you know, download Pluto TV for free. You can, like I said, you go to your Apple Store, Apple Play Store, or Apple Store, excuse me, or your um, Google Play Store, and order it, or just download it onto your your device, your phone, or however way you want to do it. Or, like I said before, if you had a Fire Stick or a Roku or a Fire TV, you can go to your menu, type in Pluto TV. You can download it there. It comes on your TV for 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 free, and you know, yeah. Your kids got something to watch on the go. Maybe you're on a long trip. You can actually download Pluto TV and it'll run it'll um, stream from your say your TV, your um, your cellular service or what have you. So, yeah, it's it's definitely it's a it's a nice little addition to, say, your Netflix, your Hulu and maybe Disney Plus or whatever. So if you you know, you're already paying for a couple of streaming services, might as well add this one for free. That way you can get something to watch while you're, you know, why in between the mother three streaming services that you got so anyway yeah i just thought i mentioned it um that's about it right now so if when i find some more articles i'll definitely let you know um stay tuned uh we'll be right back after our sponsor from anchor hey i got an article that i want to read from um from mitsu um this I about the developer of one of the video games that we play for Nintendo Switch, um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, the producer of this game, um, his name was Masahiro Sakurai. Um, so he has been one of the most hardest working um, developers that we know. Um, and the reason why I want to explain to you about this because uh, this game in particular, it's a it's a um, massive uh, fighting brawler type game. No violence. It's a, it's a very fun game. So it's available for for you know for just about everyone. So it's not a uh, limited to you know a certain age group or anything of that matter. But um, what's so cool about this game is that it it um, has different characters that um, have made uh, appearances in this game um, from all over the Nintendo, I guess, uh, Nintendo universe from different games across the board. Um, this particular uh, particular one, um, Smash Brothers Ultimate, has the most, the biggest genre of, uh, or biggest roster of fighters that uh, we've ever had and continually to develop more and more as time goes now currently right now we are on our last what they call fighters pass which will be released um later on this year um 2020 and uh, there's supposed to be announced six six new fighters and um so we've already known that um the fighter pass fighters pass will be coming for an additional price of dlc onto uh super smash Bros. ultimate well not to prolong this uh article um this article was was written out of famitsu um it's also been uh, in nintendolife.com um and this was uh, a little bit about the producer um again um developer i should say masahiro sakurai was so tired that he passed out while bathing at at the gym and 
Um, we're going to read a little bit about this. It says, for the past year now, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Director Masahiro uh, Sakurai has been working around the clock to develop additional DLC fighters. He puts excessive hours in the game's creation and often doesn't take breaks. He has even spoken about his health issues previously and how it has required him to rethink his work-life balance. If all of this wasn't already worrying enough, in this week's issue of Famitsu, Sakurai revealed how he recently managed to avoid a major injury due to fatigue. According to the source, he was apparently taking a bath during a trip to the gym recently recently and passed out during or passed out because he was tired and dehydrated his low carb meat based diet uh, was supposedly a contributing fact factor. We've heard how Sakurai enjoys being a hard worker, but perhaps it's time for him to slow down a little. Exactly a year ago, the director revealed how he, he would use an IV drip and go to work like normal during the development of Smash Brothers Ultimate in order to avoid taking time off. He also spoke about how uh, he dealt with a lot of stomach problems throughout the throughout the game's creation, including some serious food poisoning. Fighter Pass 2 is expected to be the last round of deal, of character DLC for Smash Brothers Ultimate. Hopefully, after this, Sakurai Sun Sakurai Sun uh, can have a nice long rest. Wow, guys! So I want to say this. Uh, two things. Um, shout out to Masahiro, Mas, Masahiro Sakurai. Okay, this guy. Um, I would say should not only get developer of the year, but he should take a break. Um, I've always, um, I've always ultimately just. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> I've always um talked about how good this game really is, and how it is considered. A masterpiece when it comes to Nintendo. It literally has over 70 plus characters in this game. Um, and to make matters worse, it just continues to build upon itself by adding more characters to the roster of fighters. He doesn't have to do this, um, especially when it comes to, um, you know, risking his health in order to you know make this game as good as he has done and so i'm sure a lot of us at least myself um i feel like he's done enough and and though i i you know appreciate the work that he's put in you know nothing is worth your health nothing is worth you you know your health going forward to you know avoid getting rest avoid getting the proper breaks and things like that i mean um i think that part of it for him is his 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 tireless dedication in wanting to make the best game possible but also um the time constraints of trying to put a game out i've heard of stories where not only game developers but also even uh, people that are in the entertainment industry you know movie industry and things like that they they're pressed to uh to get a project out within a certain time constraint and that causes them to either um lose 
either sleep or or what have you. And again, I get it. A lot of us get to that point where we're so we're so dedicated to trying to push something out as as quick as we can, or maybe meet a deadline. But you know what? There's times where your health is way more important. Um, your health is way more important. So um, yeah, you know, shout out to Masahiro Sakurai. Hopefully, after this is done, you know, he can he can take a long extended break. You know, and this should be, honestly, in my opinion, this should be the last Smash Brothers, um, you know, Smash Brothers game. We've actually had, um, we've actually had this game, um, in a number of different times throughout Nintendo's life because of the fact that, you know, I remember the first, the first, uh, Smash Brothers that we was, uh, we was introduced to Smash Brothers was, I want to say it was the game, Either it was the GameCube or the Nintendo 64. Um, I'm, 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 I'm thinking it might have been the, the 64. And then from there to the GameCube. Uh, and, and then again, I might, not, I might be wrong on that. But we've had over the life of the company, Nintendo itself. Um, and I believe Masahiro Sakurai has been the developer of all these games, all these um, um, Nintendo Smash Brothers games. Um, during that whole time so um again you know we <laughs> and this is what this in my opinion this is what a lot of gamers don't understand see a lot of times we, we're so picky about and and i'm not saying there's a balance to this guys i mean there's one where you know yeah we we desire the best game of course because we you and i we're paid we we buy these games um with our hard-earned money so we work hard and we buy these games but there's another part of it though is when you see that uh, a game has has went through so many awesome iterations and then with each each time it's gotten better and better um through through different systems that we've gotten you know um we we learn to to have higher and higher expectations as as consumers and what that does is it drives us to want more, to to expect more, and to expect more out of the company Nintendo, and expect more out of the developer, and I think some of that um, almost transfers to the developer that that he wants to please the fans, he wants to please the the customers, and of course the company itself that he works for, and and that kind of leads to things like this, to where you know um, something extreme as what my, uh, the, the developer. Masahiro Sakurai has doing, you know, I think that again, this is something that gamers all all across, you know, all across the the United States or of the globe should understand that, yeah, you know, the people we 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 um, we are excited about playing these games, but we also have to understand that there's people that really they put in a lot of time and effort in in hours of sitting at a desk or sitting at a computer and, and, and graphically graphically designing these games and it's not easy it's a it's a it's a process and i think that if some of us knew how tedious um tedious the process could be i think that our our mindset will be a little bit more um 
really, a little bit more uh, understanding because I know that there has been games that have either uh, sometimes they've been delayed for various reasons. You know, they weren't as far as in development as they should have. I mean, we've talked about Bayonetta 3. We've been waiting for that game. And that game has been like constantly, you know, um, saying that it was going to come out. But then next, you know, it, it stopped. Uh, Metroid, um, matter of fact, Metroid 4. That's another big game that we was all waiting for. And, and it looks like, you know, we may not get that game for, I don't know, maybe another year or so. <clears throat> You know, and, and, you know, the thing about it is the way I look at it is, yeah, we might be disappointed that the game has been pushed back or delayed, but we have other games to play. And that's the thing with, with, and I'm just going to speak on Nintendo. Nintendo right now has been having such an awesome run of, of its, of its, of its system or actually the Nintendo Switch. Let's just say Nintendo Switch since March the 3rd, we've already had, you know, celebrate his, celebrate the Nintendo switches third year of of uh of third year you know it is it has totally been one of the most successful systems that nintendo has ever put out so yeah so <clears throat> over the lifetime of the nintendo switch um the nintendo switch like i said um came out march the third um i want to say 2017 and um yeah, so far, um, lifetime date sales um, worldwide is, has already uh, passed over 52 million since January. And that's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, in, in year three, you know, coming up on year three now, you know, it's already sold over 52 million units. So that's not no small drop in a bucket for uh, uh, a system like this. This system um, is a it's a, a hybrid system so you know it's more like a portable slash um game that you can actually play at home and the the roster of games has been you know pretty pretty phenomenal you know um since uh, it's it's launched you know we've gotten awesome games you know mario uh, uh mario um oh goodness uh mario odyssey you know zelda you know things like that the uh, zelda um Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, Xenoblade, you know, um, we have ARMS, that was one of the first ones, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, you know, we even had, uh, Band, uh, what is it, Bandana 2 did come out, Mario Kart, um, 8 Deluxe, you know, uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze was another earlier title, you know, Mario, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, uh, Octopath Traveler was a, was a, uh, earlier one, uh, even third parties like Divinity of Sin, uh, 2, Witcher 3, Cuphead, which was a, a, uh, Xbox title that came over to the Switch, you know, uh, Dragon Quest, uh, what is it, Dra Dragon Quest 11S, uh, Doom, so, I mean, this has been not only a, a, a good, um, a good genre of a collection of first party games, but a lot of third party games has also now have come to the switch now. And I have to honestly say that, um, this, this system has been one of the best, this one, this system has one of been, been one of the best systems that Nintendo has ever put out, um, and it still totes a, a pretty decent price for the system, um, you know, two ninety nine. Not only that, but it also has now uh, created another subs. I would call it a subsystem. It's called uh, it's a Nintendo Switch Lite, which is a dedicated 
uh, portable system for for those that are not interested in in having the ability to play it at home. They even have a Nintendo Switch Lite, which I also have as well, and I love it. So, you know, on top of all the different um, accessories that it come out with it now, we're waiting for um, the next big game, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, that's coming out later this month in 2020. Um, you know, Nintendo has been firing on all cylinders, you know, um, recently. And this year right now is probably, I would say the first year I would have to say, um, being in the month of March now has been kind of the most quietest, uh, quietest year so far, you know, so far it has been very quiet. We're still, you know, a lot of us are still kind of holding our breath and waiting for, uh, a, a Nintendo direct still, but, we it doesn't it hasn't stopped it from from having games being announced and so yeah you know there is another uh, matter of fact there is supposed to be another Xenoblade coming out this year and just just a number of things uh, we we know that um, I just recently heard um, oh god it was a one on one it was a, a game that they were putting together uh, called uh, something one on one I can't remember the, the first part of the title but. That, that game is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's, it's, it was a Wii U title. And that's another thing that I, I'm personally excited about because a lot of times the Wii U title, the Wii U, which was the, the game or uh, the system before that, it, it had a lot of good games that they're able to port over to the Nintendo Switch. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't really, you know, um, complain too much about, you know, um, games and stuff. And then when you look on the Nintendo eShop, it has such a, a, an array of games. We're talking like over a thousand plus games now, you know, and, and some of them, some of them, yeah, admittedly, they're like kind of, you know, trash. I would call them trash games because they're just not worth, you know, worth the money sometimes because they're literally some of the two ninety nine, you know, one ninety nine games. You know, some of them are really, really cheap, but you understand why? Because they the quality of the games is not that good. But then there's some that are very good and there's some that are like actually, you know, pretty, you know, pretty uh interesting you know, type games that you probably would have never thought to buy. So, um, overall, you know, <laughs> gamers really, they, we, you know, especially Nintendo fans, we, we can be kind of some of the most, um, unforgiving, uh, um, unforgiving type people, I think. And, and I, and I think that, uh, we have to stop doing that. You know, honestly, I came from an era when I first played video games, man, that, you know, uh, we didn't hardly get as many games uh, coming out like back to back. And, and not to mention, I'm sure games were were a little bit more um, easy and, and, and just easier to put together. But, yeah, it, it was just different then. And we didn't have... At least my generation, I felt like we didn't have that high expectation to push, you know, and complain. And plus, we didn't have social media at the time. Now, with social media, you know, gamers are, are you know, they're talking about the displeasure in the game or why is it taking you so long and things like that. I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous um, what what now that you put a, a voice behind the fans and what they're saying. So, 
you know, I just wanted to mention that. But, you know, back to, um, to you know, developers like Masahiro Sakurai, I really, really feel and hope that, you know, he he's able to now sit back and relax. Um, he has this under his belt, one of the most greatest um, games that I would say that's been on the Nintendo Switch. And, um, yeah, you know, get some rest, Mr. Sakurai. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, this this will be it. You know, the next big games, we're talking maybe another Mario game, maybe even another, uh, I don't know, like, like Animal Crossing coming out. But I don't think that we... I think this will do it for Smash Brothers myself. I mean, there's a reason why it's called Ultimate. And I think that, you know, he's done the best that he uh, should have done for this this entire game. So, yeah, man. So um, get some rest. And, and again, I, I personally, I thank you for such an awesome, awesome game. I'm still playing it. You know, I'm still playing it. I haven't even there's certain um, um, there's certain areas in the game that I haven't even finished yet. So. Anyways, I appreciate the the hard work that um, you do, uh, sir. And again, get some rest and, and, and enjoy your, the rest of your life. So in movie news, um, we get some uh, first uh, visual leaks of the new uh, Batman uh, movie that is being worked on by uh, director uh, Matt Reeves. Um, they released some photos on the the new Batmobile. And man, uh, it kind of kind of brings you back to the old school uh, Batmobile back in the day. So um, yeah, if you look online, um, there is um, some actual visuals um, of the classic um, it kind of, like I said, classic Batmobile from back in the days. Um, let me read you this article real quick. Um, this said Batman director shares first look at new tricked out Batmobile calling all classic Batmobile fans. So Bat Batman's Batmobile has always been cool, but Matt Reeves version in the Batman is one of the most badass, uh, badass. Okay. Reeves. Uh, shares the photo on Twitter uh, today showing the vehicle from three different angles. The menacing front note, the grill on the top of the hood adds to the impact. The side profile shows off the striking angular points to the vehicle flowing down into the car's uh, rear. One that gives me um, Mad, Mad Max vibes. Look, the car is beautiful. There are elements of the classic Batmobile Adam West drove in the original Batman series too, as fans on Twitter have noticed. And its departure from the version, versions Zack Snyder and Chris Nolan used in their Batman films. The Batmobile photos, which includes a shot of Robert Pattinson's Batman uh, in the background, hanging in the background, comes just a few weeks after Reeves shared a screen test of, Bat of Pattinson in the new, new suit. A few Verge editors were immediately into the design, and the Batmobile seems no different. Although we haven't seen anything from the movie just yet, production basically just started. One of one has to give Reeves kudos for his choice of uh, aesthetic. We also saw some shots of Batman riding a motorcycle 
in the series of set photos adding to the overall tone that Reeves seems to be shooting for in the film. The Batman, also, which also stars Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, Paul Dano as the Riddler, and Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, will be releasing uh, June 25th of 2021. Okay, so... First of all, I can definitely tell you, uh, Matt Reeves is definitely a fan of Batman, and and I can tell by his excitement of being able to um, show these leaks of the new um, of the new Batman uh, movie that he's working on. So, what do you guys think about this, uh, Robert Pattinson? Um, I'm not gonna lie, I, I I'm not very familiar with with um, the actor. I just know that he he. Um, he played uh, in this, I guess, his movie Twilight, which I've never seen. I know, <laughs> don't judge me. I know a lot of people have seen it, but I, I have never seen this movie. Um, I know that um, it's it's supposed to be a real popular movie, but Robert Pattinson is now the new uh, the new Batman. Um, also, what excites me, um, not speaking of uh, Batman, um, there is a new. Um, animated um animated um uh, movie coming coming to i guess it, it'll be it won't be in the theaters but it'll be coming to the uh i guess straight to dvd or uh blu-ray um probably straight to rental and uh this is uh justice league dark um that it's going to be a dark title um includes all the DC comics in it, uh, from Superman to Batman to the, the Flash. Um, there is this is, uh, I want to say, if I let me see if I can find a title for you so I can actually tell you exactly what the title is. But, um, and and uh, let me let me give you that real quick. So, the title of it is going to be, um, Justice League Dark uh, Apocalypse War, and uh. I was aware of this. Um, I was aware of this through a, through a trailer that I saw, and I must say it looks awesome. Um, those of you that you know, like myself, have been into Marvel and, and remember, you know, Marvel um, Marvel uh, Avengers um, roster of heroes. Um, you'll be pleased to know that in this this here in the DC version of the Avengers, you might as well say it's called the Justice League, and um, just a, a huge roster of of uh, people that is going to be um, in this in this movie, or yeah, in this movie basically, and it's going to be awesome. Um, I was. Let's read a little bit about it. It says Justice League Dark Apocalypse Trent War trailer reveals the and rated uh, R-rated DC comic epic. Okay, uh, Warner Brothers has released a trailer for Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, the R-rated animated film that will include that will conclude a six-year story that started in 2014 with Justice League War, co-director. Um, by Matt Peters of Lego DC uh, Batman Family Matters and Family Matters success in Christina Young who also did Young Justice the film will be released alongside a new DC showcase animated short called title um, Adam Strange Apocalypse War will pick up after DC's biggest bad uh, dark side has de decimated planet Earth and the Justice League 
The voice cast is led by Matt Ryan as John Constantine, Jerry O'Connell as uh, Superman, Tessa uh, Farmiga as Raven, Candyman himself, uh, Tony Todd provides the voice of Darkseid, while the rest of the cast is filled out by Jason uh, O'Mara as Batman, uh, Rosa, Ros, I'm sorry, Rosario uh, Dawson as Wonder Woman, Shamar Moore as Cyborg, uh, Christopher Gorman as The Flash, Rebecca Mos, um, I'm sorry, Ro, Romain as Lois Lane, uh, Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor. Okay, check out the trailer below. Or in this article I was reading, uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War debuts digital uh, coming up in May the 5th, 2020, on for, and, and it'll be available 4K Ultra HD combo packs as well as Blu-ray Blue combo pack on May 19th 2020 so that is something that i i'm definitely um i'm definitely looking forward to this um after seeing the trailer man it was it was really awesome i have not i now I probably have to go back and look at some of the justice league dark war um or justice league wars um that was that had became available before that so if you're a DC fan or just a, uh, a superhero uh, comic fan like myself, you know, um, definitely check that out. Uh, it's coming May the 5th. That's right around the corner from my birthday, man. Real close to my birthday. So I'm definitely, definitely got to treat myself to get that. So anyway, yeah, that's that's what I have so far um, when it comes to movie news and stuff. And again, what do you guys think about that new Batman, the new Batman movie that's coming? I mean, that's going to be phenomenal. Um, but, you know, we this year so far in D.C., we still have I want to say we have uh, Wonder Woman uh, 1984. Um, that one is coming. Uh, real soon we just had a Harley Quinn movie um, and I'm not sure what else up from DC that we're getting we might be getting some more stuff uh, this year um, that I can't recall right now but DC um, hopefully I know that they're still working on I heard they're working on a Black Adam uh, movie which will star The Rock uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is supposed to be playing as the Black Adam um, I think the the Shazam the next Shazam movie has been pushed back because of the the, um, I guess the Black Adam movie and of course you know Batman uh, coming coming probably next year but in the meantime and then there's been a lot of there's been a lot of rumblings and rumors that's been going on on the DC camp uh, there was supposed to be a Flashpoint movie that um, Ezra Miller um, that played the Flash in the last uh, Justice League movie was supposed to uh, appear in a Flashpoint movie I guess that they're some say they're still they still have plans on working on that or and then there is also a strange rumor that was going around about Henry Cavill um actually playing as Wolverine um but we're not sure I think that was kind of a hoax it was definitely a rumor because I couldn't me personally I could not see Henry Cavill um playing Wolverine because Wolverine that character number one is a Marvel character number two Wolverine the character was a pretty much short stature kind of per person and Hugh Jackman did a great job as playing Wolverine and I can't see uh Henry Cavill uh doing that you know he first of second of all he played Superman and that's what you know I'm not sure whether he is still in contract 
Um, is he still in contract with DC or uh, should I say Warner Brothers? Um, because if he if he crosses over to play a role like, say, um, you know, to, to, to play a role as Wolverine, you know, he would be going to Fox and he would be playing as um, a Marvel character, which I doubt, I highly doubt that that would be the case. So I think that this was just a rumor that kind of was trying to stir up the internet and trying to, you know, get people kind of hyped up about it and stuff. But I, I really, I, I don't believe that rumor. Um, but yeah, Henry Cavill, um, from what I understand, he, he's still in talks to, I guess, um, still have to still be the next Superman. Um, so there's, there's a number of things that are, that are in the works right now, uh, for DC. Hopefully, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. Um, I'm excited about, I'm always been excited about Marvel, but when I first started off, you know, um, I was a DC fan and I was a DC kid. Um, Superman was my, my favorite go-to, uh, when it came to superheroes as well as Spider-Man, I mean, not Spider-Man as well as, um, Oh goodness, as well as Batman. So it was always Superman and Batman. And those were the two that I enjoyed. And then speaking of the Justice League, you know, some of you might remember, um, the Super Friends, they call them, you know, kind of a, a cheesy version of the, of the Justice League had the Wonder Twins in it, had the, uh, the first Aquaman that wore the orange and green suit. Um, it's funny because we, we got a chance to see, um, we got a chance to see the, the Aquaman movie with uh jason momoa in it and it's funny because toward the end toward the, the latter part of the movie you know when he really gets all his powers and stuff as aquaman we actually see him um you know put on the have the suit from the orange kind of the orange gold with the green with the green uh lower half as well as the uh the staff that he had so in the cartoon so i thought that was pretty cool but it kind of was like a a, a a harking back to a lot of the old school you know classic uh aquaman uh shows and then speaking of that um there is a there is a um a trailer out on uh candy man so it's a new candy man movie this is a horror this is actually a really violent horror movie um so you know those of you that are not into horror i wouldn't advise you to go see this but i'm i think i'm personally i'm excited i think I'm, i want to see this movie um and the reason why i want to mention that because the gentleman that that's that i think is going to be the main actor i'm not sure whether he's going to be candy man himself but he was the one that also played in um he played in Aquaman uh, as as Black Manta, and so um, to see him um, to see him uh, uh, play in this movie, I was like, "Oh, there's a dude. I forgot his name. I can't remember his name right now." But he played in uh, as Black Manta in the Aquaman movie, so he's going to also be playing as uh, the main character, possibly Candyman himself in this new Candyman. Uh, you might as well 2020 version that's coming up real soon here. So yeah, definitely, definitely want to keep your eyes and ears open for that movie as it comes forward too so yeah man um i have more movie news uh i'll be talking a little bit about netflix but right now let me just go ahead and take a little bit of break and we'll be right back okay welcome back so um if you are a Netflix subscriber like I am, there is uh, movies that are coming up in March. Uh, if you um, 
uh, have been um, waiting for the movies that are coming up in March. They have a, there's a good collection of them uh, shows. So the shows that are coming uh, will be the uh, Velvet Collection, uh, Grand Finale, Castlevania Season Three, uh, Mighty Little Beam, uh, Festival of Colors, Paradise PD, Carmen San Diego, Mark Marin End Times Fun. Um, 100 humans uh, elite season three kingdom season two uh women of the night uh boss baby back in business season three uh all american season two um black lightning season three sean the sheep adventures and from mossy mossy bottom march the 17th uh will be coming and then also buddy uh dino girl gako season two greenhouse academy uh letter for the king self-made inspired inspired by the life of madam cj walker that's coming out march the 20th you know it's amazing uh, on this one here i had done for black history month in in february um one of my first um uh, notable people that I talked about was Madam C.J. Walker. Um, she was a um, she was a uh, philanthropist, but she was also the uh, inventor of black hair care products. She was uh, uh, not only that, but she was um, uh, the first uh, woman of color that um, at the end of her life wound up being like a millionaire. And she did a lot of uh, work for I mean, she did a lot of um she was she was basically not only um, a businesswoman herself, but she began to teach um, other women of color um, how to start their own businesses and things like that. She was awesome, awesome woman. And and uh, this self-made, I, I definitely want to see this. This is coming out March the 20th on Netflix. Um, definitely want to see the now from what I understand. Um, this is also um, reenacted by um, I want to say Octavia Spencer, who might be playing um, as the the iconic Madam C.J. Walker, but definitely want to check that out. If you really want to learn some stuff about uh, not only black history, but uh, American history and uh, a black woman who inspired people around her to uh, fulfill their goals and their visions. I mean, just a, just an awesome story. I remember reading this and, and I was I was um I was definitely, a, a, you know, uh, inspired by by her her story. If you ever get a chance, you know, I do a um, I did a uh, like I said, I did a, a little uh, highlight on her on her life as well. And go back and, and check out in some of my previous episodes um, black for Black History Month. Um, let's see. And then also, um, coming up on, on Orthodox March 26th, um, Car Masters from Rust to Riches season two, um, Dragon Rescue. So these are a lot of the shows that are going to be coming up in Netflix. Um, new movies that are coming. So always a bridesman, cop out, uh, March the 1st, Corpse Bride, Donnie Brasco, uh, Freedom Riders, Ghost of Girlfriends Pass, uh, Goodfellas, uh, Haywire, uh, Hook, um, I remember Hook. Um, I think this is the old Hook from, uh, oh God, um, um, I can't think of his name. He passed away now. But um, yeah, I think this is the same one. Hugo, uh, Kung Fu Panda 2, Lemony Snicket, uh, a series of unfortunate unfortunate events um looney tunes back in action uh outbreak uh resident evil apocalypse and then also extinction uh richie rich semi pro sleepover space jam space jam march the first the gift um tootsie valentine's day guilty i am jonas um 
uh, let's see, Satara, uh, Let's Let Girls Dream, uh, Go Karts, Lost Girls, uh, The Young Messiah, Lou Overwall, Ultras, Curtis, and uh, Occupant, The Decline, Killing Them Softly. I think this was um, uh, Dave Chappelle's um, stand up, Killing Them Softly. Um, uh, there's something in the water uncorked uh, March the 27th. Okay. Um, some of these, I will say the movies, um, um, some of these movies that I've read off, uh, a lot of these movies are, are, they have recycled them again. So if you, if it sounds like some of them are like super old, like say Tootsie, Tootsie like has been, you know, it's a, it's an old movie now, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of people haven't seen it. And so one thing I love, I, I do like about Netflix is they don't just show all old movies. Of course they have new releases and stuff. And, and yes, this has come under the new releases, but they have such a, a roster. And just because these here are old ones, that just means that some of the newer movies are still carried over from the month of February into the month of March. So, you know, that means that if you haven't had a chance to watch some of the newer movies that are on Netflix, you still have a chance, you know, for another 30 days, which is good. You know, they one thing I like about Netflix and Hulu, too, they their rotation is really good. So um, and then uh, if you're into documentaries, uh, some of the documentaries that are coming out this year. Uh, or this month, I should say, um, Beyond the Mat, uh, the story of God with Morgan Freeman, season three is coming out. Little Peeps, every everybody's everything, March the fourth. Ugly Delicious, A Life of Speed, um, the the Juan Manuel Fangio story. Okay, um, Crip Crip Camp, a disability a disability revolution. Blood Father. Okay. Now, also, as well as we talked about movies that are coming in March, the um, movies that are will be leaving in March um, will be Black Panther. Now, Black Panther is um, for those of you that have seen it or haven't seen it and we still want to see it. Um, it's actually going to Disney Plus. I've seen. Um, um, I guess it transferred over to Disney Plus. So I don't know whether this is a permanent thing or will it where where it will come back to. Netflix at some point and the only reason why I say that is because um, Netflix and Disney or I should say Disney has had a a um, an agreement or a contract with Netflix that it would continue to keep certain Disney um, uh, Disney related shows and movies um, on the the Netflix platform uh, for a time because some of the newer ones like say um, Captain Marvel uh, Avengers Endgame um, you know, those are the some of the 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 newer uh, 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 Disney movies that were that were that, that came out and are still uh, and that and they were they came out on the Netflix platform. So with the collection of movies that that Disney took uh, took off of Netflix, some of them, they have an agreement that they're going to still continue um, um to, to be able to have it on the platform. So, um, that's something that I, I learned reading the article and, and just hearing certain, you know, shows that I, that I, for, I listen to and how they, they do this thing behind the scenes. A lot of us are not aware that, um, sometimes there's, there's some agreements that even Disney, um, with, with their, 
you know, just taking off of taking off movies from other platforms in preparation for their Disney Plus platform. Even they still, you know, they they decide we're we're not going to just take everything off. okay? And even though they they will be breaching their agreement with Netflix. Okay, so um, F F the prom um, coming out March the fourth. Uh, Men that, who stare at goats uh, March the third. Uh, Jane Austen book club. The Water Boy. I remember that Adam Sandler. Um, that's one of my favorite movies. Actually, I know it sounds goofy, but that is one of my favorite movies. Um, Eat, pray, love. Men in Black. Men in Black Two. Uh, Caroline. I said this is an animation. I remember seeing that. Zodiac. A Wrinkle in Time. Another Disney movie that's on there. So this is coming. This is uh, leaving uh, March twenty fourth. I'm sure that would be on Disney Plus. Um, Batman Begins. Uh, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. March the thirtieth. Um, that's leaving March the thirtieth. On there, uh, Death at Funeral, uh, Drugs Incorporated, Hairspray, Kill Bill One and Two will be leaving at the end of March. Uh, those are really good uh, action movies. In case you guys are, are are wanting to see Kill Bill One and Two, your know, Volume One and Two, those are older movies, but they're still good. Uh, the Dark Knight, March thirtieth, is leaving. Leaving March thirtieth. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, uh, The Two Towers, and Wild Wild West. Oh man, Will Smith. That's leaving March the 30th. So, uh, again, got a chance to uh, the rest of this month to go check it out before they uh, take those off and and, um, replace it with some new stuff. So um, what do you guys think about all this? I think that, um, again, you know, like I said, keep keep uh, keep on going with Netflix. Netflix is doing their thing, man. Uh, They have been doing some uh, some awesome things. And and, you know, um, it's a it's a worthy um, addition to your core cutting, um, core cutting, uh, 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 menu of things to watch. So, you know, you have, if you have Netflix and you, and I know it went up in price, I think a dollar or something more, but it's still worth it. I, I like Netflix, uh, Netflix, you get such a good variety of content, whether it's shows and documentaries, um, even movies and stuff like that. Definitely, you know, keep Netflix. I think Netflix is, it's just getting better and better over time. And re- even, even in a crowded space of, of other, um, of other streaming services now we, now we're getting remember you know, this year we're going to be hearing a little bit more about peacock which is uh nbc universal's new uh streaming service part it's, they're, they they're, they're trying to ca- cross or cover all their bases by offering a free tier and a i think a paid tier on that one so I, i'll i'll be um i'll be mentioning that a little bit soon uh, as it gets closer so peacock is coming um so that's going to be one and then hbo max is going to be a another big one that's coming out later this year that one there is kind of it's it's kind of um in a way i'm not gonna say it's confusing but it's gonna have um it's gonna have for people that already have hbo or have at&t i think at&t uverse or something they're gonna be able to either get a if they have hbo already they'll already they'll just have hbo max added on to that it's something weird i mean that that whole thing over there, AT&T, AT&T TV and AT&T TV now, there's like three different types of things. And I just feel like they need to consolidate. They really need to consolidate this whole thing. It's just ridiculous. I, and, you know, there's people that are using all these services, but 
I guess behind the scenes is is more harder to consolidate this into one service. Um, again, we're going to have HBO Max, though. It's going to be a another streaming service, not going to be free. It's going to be one of the more expensive services that from what I hear um, that it's going to be. And I'm, when I say expensive, I'm not saying that to your expensive means like, say, $15 a month. That's to me, that's more expensive because um, of all the content. No, and, and they have to come to with a lot of content. So HBO Max, from what I hear, they, they have a roster of their agents. HBO originals, but they will also have uh, a lot of uh, Turner, Time Warner uh, stuff in their in their um, their library. So that's another thing to that I was impressed with. There was going to be there's going to be a lot of Time Warner stuff. Uh, there's going to be a lot of classics coming out of there. There's going to be a lot of um, I think Turner 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 broadcast stuff that's that's going to be in the HBO Max uh, library of of things. And then not to mention uh, there are. I think big there's there's like some shows that's coming. Uh, they mentioned like this cartoon show uh, Rick and Morty. That's going to be another one. I think the Friends Library is going to be on there. This there's going to be a number. And I think um, speaking of all that, I think that's also included in Peacock and the NBC uh, stuff too. So this is a big this is a big merger, uh, a big thing that that that's happening. The two big. Um, I would say two big streaming services that are trying to come into this space now. And uh, again, yeah, along with Disney Plus has been out since uh, November. They're doing pretty good as well. But Hulu, you know, Hulu also is is always been, I would say, side by side competition with Netflix. Hulu is really good. Some people that are Hulu fans are not Netflix fans. And some people that like Netflix don't like Hulu. It goes back and forth. But I think that Hulu is, is also good, though, as well, because I love the shows that that come out on Hulu. Um, they recently are, are, are advertising right now, um, that the FX, FX, uh, shows that normally come on your cable network and, or satellite, however way you get them. And all the FX shows are now going to be, um, going through Hulu. So, so if you have Hulu subscription, I think that's going to be good for you as well. So yeah, man, it's just a lot. It's a lot of movement. I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of movement going on right now because, and then not to mention, you know, you have a lot of the free streaming services. You got Pluto, you got crackle, you have, um, Oh God, you have, uh, uh, Tubi, Tubi TV. Um, um, they, I really, I recently mentioned an article on Tubi that, uh, um, they have teamed up with a company called NCO that will be um, having their their services actually in the hotel. So next time you rent a hotel or motel, whatever, and, you know, you turn on the TV, you don't have to worry about uh, what to watch. You know, Tubi TV is Tubi is actually a free um, a free service that, you know, have free movies and shows on there. So, yeah, I mean, you have something to watch finally when you go to these little these little motels and stuff. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Tubi TV, but there's a, there's just a lot of uh, variety out there, and and again, there's a lot of movement going on in the uh, streaming service, uh, streaming service world, I guess, or so the world of streaming services. So, um, if I have uh, I have a lot more um, news eventually co- to cover for um, the cord cutting news and stuff too. So, uh, stay tuned for that. So that's about all I have for that. Okay, so the last article I'm going to read to you is about 
the um, Uber and Lyft um, drivers, which I um, I personally I am a, a Lyft driver as well, part time. So uh, Uber and Lyft issue coronavirus warnings, but some drivers feel left in the lurch. Many drivers have tackled the issue by spraying Lysol between rides, wearing masks and constructing plastic barriers around seats. Now, as I'm reading this, guys, there is a picture or an image of a a um, uh, the back seat or the 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 front seat of the Uber or I guess the front half of the ride, I should say, where the driver um, is has plastic a barrier that he's put up, like a looks like a, a giant bag or something that he's taped from the top of his roof to the sides in order to keep himself safe, and he's wearing a mask. So, yeah, <laughs> this is it's it's you know honestly it's a terrible time we're living in. Okay. And um, but he has to work. And this is a the comp the um, the picture or the image that I'm looking at is a Shanghai driver for the Chinese ride hailing service Didi, uh, which is there, you know, uh, over in, in China, wears a mask and isolates the front seat from the back seat with plastic sheets. So Didi is supplying drivers with masks and ordering them to disinfect their, tr- their car every four hours as a preventative measure against coronavirus. So at least three Uber drivers have come in contact with passengers believed to have been infected with the novel uh, coronavirus, according to the ride-hailing company. That news has left both Uber and Lyft drivers feeling insecure about how to protect themselves from contagious and deadly disease, which has reportedly infected over 100,000 people and killed over 3,000 people. Drivers have posted pictures and comments on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit with tips on what the, what to do along with the virus symptoms. Some drivers have put plastic barriers around their seats while others carry uh, boxes of masks and gloves They uh, that they switch out between passengers. There are also uh, drivers who spray Lysol between all, um, all rides and others who who avoid pickups at airports at the end of the week uber and lyft dry uh lyft began sending drivers messages with ways to avoid the virus while working lyft told um drivers to wipe down services and to get that get a lot of touching uh like door handles and and seat belts and to practice good hygiene uber gave drivers similar recommendations and said if you feel sick then stay home Many drivers said they were unhappy with the guidance to stay home. As independent contractors, drivers aren't entitled to sick days, health insurance, paid or paid time off. If they don't work, they don't get paid. Your landlord and other monthly bills will surely understand. Will will let's see. Your landlord or other monthly bills will surely understand. One Reddit user joked about. Okay, so he was being sarcastic in the discussion thread on Saturday. Hmm, possibly get sick and get uh, get evicted and be homeless. Another Reddit user wrote, those are some awesome choices. The state of California passed a law, AB5, last September that could require gig economy uh, companies like Uber and Lyft to reclassify their drivers as employees. That means drivers will get the same benefits as people on company payrolls. Several other states are looking at similar legislation. But Uber and Lyft have resisted the change to keep their costs down, according to the financial filings. So for now, 
um, drivers remain remain contractors. To help stop the threat of the coronavirus via its platform, Uber said it's, it has a global law enforcement response team that's been working um, uh, with the public health organization worldwide. The company added that, that as the virus moves and changes, it will continue to evaluate and evolve with uh, its approach uh, in all cities where it operates. We're always working to help ensure the safety of our employees and everyone on the Uber platform and Uber spokesman said in an email. And we continue to be concerned by the ongoing spread of coronavirus. Now, Lyft didn't respond to the request for a comment that drivers uh, face such a dilemma of immoral unsafe. After two Uber drivers in in Mexico came in contact with a passenger believed to have been infected with the coronavirus last month, Uber temporarily suspended roughly 240 riders who possibly came in contact with the drivers. The company did the same in London after a woman was who tested positive for the COVID-19, um, the disease caused by the novel uh, coronavirus, took an Uber to the hospital. Some Uber and Lyft drivers have been accused of discriminating against riders of Asian descent. China is where coronavirus was first known to have occurred in the private in a private Facebook group for Uber and Lyft drivers that have that has nearly 13,000 members CNET notice or noted several people saying they they'd refuse to give a ride to some someone they thought was Chinese in their message messages to drivers both Uber and Lyft reminded them that discrimination is prohibited on their platforms and such behavior can lead to deactivations the Center of Disease and Control and Prevention says people of Asian descent including Chinese Americans are not more likely to get COVID-19 than any other American in spite of despite the guidance uh, from Uber and Lyft, drivers still say they feel abandoned by their by the companies uh, without a clear sense of how to fully protect themselves and to keep working. In the conversation on, on Reddit, one of the drivers um, about Amasad advice asking, will passengers get offended to give me a lower rate or give me a lower rating for wearing a mask while doing Uber? One response was, I f- if I felt the need to wear a mask to protect my health, then I wouldn't worry much about my rating. Let's get um, so there's a lot there's a lot to this article. Actually, let me finish reading. It's not it's not that much more. So uh, legal rights share a personal injury law firm in Chicago that represents drivers and passengers has offered local Uber and Lyft drivers with a either a either the flu or coronavirus up to seven consecutive days of paid time off during the month of March. The drivers must have have a signed diagnosis and quarantine notice from a medical doctor along with other documentation to prove their drivers. Okay, so so pretty much they say drivers in a no are in a no-win situation. They either stay home, lose wages, or continue to work and possibly infect others, said Brian Green, co-founder founder of League Ride, Legal Rideshare. That drivers face such a dilemma is immoral and unsafe. 
Okay, so yeah, there's a lot there's a lot to this, you know, that's that's been going on here with when it comes to the coronavirus. We've we've been hearing a lot of news. Um um Uber and Lyft drivers definitely you you know, and I, I, I'm one of them. Um yeah, I do protect myself as well. You know, this is just the time that we're living in with the coronavirus. You know, there's a lot of lot of fears. I have to still currently say that, you know, with all this being said, you know, use your common sense. Protect yourself always. Protect yourself from, um, you know, people that are sick, that you feel are sick, but do not discriminate. I, I definitely I definitely um, would agree that we, sh- we shouldn't discriminate um, people what we feel that they are you know, contagious and whatnot. I mean, you got This is all about educating yourself, educating yourself about the coronavirus and 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 how to protect yourself proper. Like, not just you know going to the, go from one end to the spectrum to the other, getting you know go deeper, go on the deep end, and just continue to just you know make rash decisions. You know, we have to. You have to. Um, you know, do what is necessary. So if you're Uber and Lyft driver and you need to use a Lysol, you know, carry you some Lysol with you. It doesn't cost that much. Go to the store, you know, spray down your seats and stuff. Spray down, like they said, your your um, your seat belts, you know, things like that. So, yeah, you definitely want to you definitely want to uh, uh, do those things to to kind of you know, keep your keep your your ride um, uh, in disinfected. You know, do the door handles as well because they the passengers they use door handles to get in and out of your car and stuff so yeah i mean those little things like that it's it's nothing to i I would say you know um really trying to avoid yourself from being so cautious that you're that you are um just kind of like suspicious of everything and and you're you know you're just over speculating and things like that don't don't do that not only for yourself but for your passengers if you're one that is is out there and you you're you're a rideshare driver whether you're uber and Lyft driver, you got to do this full time. Yeah, you definitely, definitely want to make sure that you take the necessary precautions. But you know, there's nothing for you to to be, you know, just so scared and worried about. You know, you have to just do like you would normally do. You know, we uh, Lyft and Uber drivers they they're responsible for keeping a car clean, um, making sure that their car is clean inside and out anyway. So yeah, I mean it's no it should be no different than what you normally do, but just doing a, a step it up a little bit more and make sure that your your car is sanitized and disinfected after you know like it said a good a good um, I would say a good thing a good uh, advice piece of advice is do it for every four trips you know. Um, and it's not going to take you long, you know, just go in there, spray, spray it down and stuff and, and maybe let it sit, go take a break, walk around your car for a little bit, stretch and stretch and then get back in, you know, and I'm sure your, pre- your passengers will appreciate the nice clean smell that they get when they get in your car. So, yeah, so that's, that's about all I have, man. Um, um, again, just, you know, stay vigilant, vigilant and stay prayerful, stay prayerful for yourself as well as others. So, you know, again, that's, that's pretty much, that's all I have for this. Um, and, uh, I'll let you know any other news that we get, you know, I'll pass it on to you. Hey guys, so I have one more article to read. Um, this is breaking news. I wanted to kind of get this into this episode before um, I actually delivered it to you. Um, so as I was uh, getting ready for work, 
um, I discovered an art article from uh, uh, Tech TechCrunch, and this is um, a Lyft is the latest tech company to send employees home over coronavirus. Um, so let's read about this real quick. I wanted to share this with you. I know some of you out there are Lyft and Uber drivers, um, including myself, as a matter of fact. So um, so ride sharing company Lyft has advised its San Francisco employees to go home after learning one staff member was in contact with someone exposed to coronavirus or COVID-19. The team member has not exhibited any symptoms and is in touch with medical professionals. Lyft spokesman Alexandria Alexandra uh, Lamana told TechCrunch, "We are basing every st- every step of our response process to on CDC guidance, and out of an abundance of caution, are encouraging our San Francisco headquarters uh, employees." to work from home for the remainder of this week, Lyft shared in a statement. Lamana also said that Lyft HQ will be having an enhanced cleaning process overnight. The response is another in a slew of tech companies sending employees home to limit the chance of coronavirus spreading among the staff. Earlier this week, Twitter encouraged all staff members to work from home. Amazon, LinkedIn, Microsoft, and Google also advised some staff to work remotely based on fears of exposure. The ripple effect of, of COVID-19 uh, on tech doesn't stop at employees. A number of high-profile conferences have been canceled, including uh, Facebook's F8 conference, uh, Google's physical part of, of Cloud Next, uh, South by Southwest, and Y Combinator uh, Demo Day have not yet disclosed whether or not their independent conferences, which garner thousands of people, will stay on. Coronavirus uh, has also started to impact the market, with Microsoft citing the outbreak as a reason for having supply chain issues and impact earnings. Okay, so um, yeah, um, this is definitely... Um, it's starting to impact um, companies as well as uh, obviously as well as uh, mainly companies but as obviously as as well as um, you know people who are um, um, you know participating in the conferences because we had um, I believe Google IO um, was supposed to also happen real soon and I believe that got canceled as well and so um, yeah with the fear of this um, coronavirus starting to spread uh, pretty much in different uh, areas um, we're starting to see um, just these different concerns so um, I wanted to bring this up to you what about you know how you know me personally I know that I don't I don't um I do this I do lift as a driver part time so you know I'm not sure whether I think I will be um maybe driving uh, for a while 
for myself. Um, I know that right now my main job is uh, just being a custodian at uh, at UC Davis, which we also had our own um, situation there uh, with a student uh, with a student that was also um, they're saying that might have been exposed, but they're they're making sure and kind of you know taking the precautionary measures. But I would say this as a driver, whether you're driving for Lyft or Uber. Um, it's very important at this point now that that, you know, make sure that you are um, make sure you're, you're taking uh, the safety measures that are that are that they're telling you uh, somewhat over the news. And also, if you want to, you know, call your your physician or call the hospitals and the doctors or, or your um, the online nurse or what have you. Um, yeah. If you're going to drive, um, you got to make sure that your car stays you know stays sanitized and and not just sanitized but disinfect with um maybe lysol or or any of those cleaning products you know um i was reading somewhere where they were saying that at least four you know every four passengers that you get in your car um you know after the fourth maybe the fourth or even third passenger you know just take about a minute or so you know to kind of spray and um and keep your your car from from attracting you know the the those type of things. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy though because you know even as a driver we we encounter um, different bacterias and different um, different viruses almost on a daily anyway because of the amount of people that that we may get in and out of our car. So um, I was just you know I, I happen to see this and I wanted to kind of throw this out there, but make sure if you're going to drive. Um, you know, make sure that you're taking the necessary uh, steps in your car for yourself, and and that way you won't you won't be contacting this this virus and taking it home to your family. You know, a lot of us have families, a lot of us have people that live at home, and and you know we could be con- contra- uh, we could be uh, getting in contact with something and bringing it home. So uh, I'll be, aware, be just be aware of that too. But yeah, it's. It's starting to uh, take effect in the tech community, which is um, one of the reasons why I wanted to mention this because I, I usually do, you know, news for tech. So, um, yeah, we want to be careful out there, you know, and again, we'll see how as, as time goes. But I think at some point this all just, to, you know, just on a lighter side of things, though, I think this is all going to eventually die down. It's eventually going to um you know, it's going to run its course the way it had, the way it probably will, you know, um, hopefully that there will be, there will not be any more lives lost behind this. Um, again, it's, it's good to also, it's good to, uh, as a daily habit, not just, um, on your physical, making sure that you're, you know, uh, washing your hands and keeping them sanitized and, or alcohol, alcohol wipes and wipe down with your, with uh, Lysol wipes, even if that's the case. But also it's, uh, so it's good to build your immune system up. So you want to build your immune system up, like, you know, make sure that you're, you know, drinking plenty of water, of course, but also, you know, taking like, um, vitamin C and things like that, that will kind of help boost your immune system and eat, eating more healthier, getting plenty of rest 
and stuff because a lot of it too has to do with um like your immune system to make it making sure that that whatever you get uh if you come in contact with stuff that you're able to fight it off your body is able to fight it off and you know natural um natural things to, to fight it off so definitely you want to make sure that you you know that you are taking those precautions you know I, I think that that's that's so important i haven't heard enough of that on on the news sites and stuff that i've been watching but you know um it's not a time in my opinion it's really not a time to panic because um we need to basically not only be educated about how coronavirus is spread and how it's shared and then also you know exactly you know what kind of things naturally that we can do on our, you know on our day to day because some of us regardless of the coronavirus or not some of us still have to go out there and work we have to go out and make money um some of us have labor jobs you know myself included and can't really afford to just you know work from home you know i mean so, some jobs are not even made that way to where you can work from home so what do you do if you have to you know you have no other choice you know but to be out there and and, and be exposed so you know just things to, to to consider you know what i mean so um until then um again i i, I wanted to rem- i wanted to end this episode on a lighter note but you know what just stay prayerful stay vigilant understand that god is in control and god himself is the one that protects you and protects you know and will keep you protected not to say that you throw caution to the wind and not do what you're supposed to do do the, the do the necessary things that you're required to do and that you always should be doing anyway but also stay prayerful too stay prayerful keep yourself prayed up and and uh you know what you have a wonderful weekend if i don't talk to you anytime soon you know have a wonderful weekend next week we'll be getting we'll be continuing on in our bible cast and we're going to be getting more into god's word also getting prepared for easter so we got a lot of things coming oh and one more thing don't forget um this Sunday will be um, uh, daylight daylight savings, I believe it is. So daylight savings that means spring forward. That would that means unfortunately we will lose an hour of sleep. Um, so you know consider that too as well because remember you know um, <laughs> you know but other than the coronavirus that we got to worry about, we got to worry about being late for work, right? So, anyways, guys. Um, you know, take care, take it, take it easy and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I'll be seeing you possibly next week.